Let's talk about Gio. Giovanni Dos Santos making his, his America debut in Houston last night. How appropriate for Gio that he makes his debut in the U.S. And how appropriate that him and uh, Marchison end up hugging each other, you know? Well, sure. No, I mean, Giovanni... Because oh, remember they when beef. remember they had beef ah. when uh, when uh, Marchison was I think he was at Santos oh, borracho he called him like drunk oh, right and, and he he pointed at him and he like did the little hand signal <laughs> like borracho borracho yeah yeah, so oh, yeah it's funny man it's like the universe brought them you know together it's uh, well I mean you know Giovanni is uh, you know he's uh, as uh, there was only one team he could play for in Liga MX, and it was going to be America. It's 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 where his dad played. It's where I mean, he's been quoted numerous times. I think the only one that may have had a chance was uh, was Monterrey, just because he was born there uh, when his dad was playing for La Raza. But uh, as far as Liga MX teams, it was only going to be uh, America, and uh, he gets the no. He didn't pick, kick the fifth penalty. It was a seventh kick, so he was like. You know, <laughs> third runner-up, <laughs> and and actually, Marchesin even even pointed. You know, if, if you if you're watching the game, you know, according to the the announcer, Marchesin was going to kick it, and uh, Giovanni was was walking down, and Marchesin, wait, wait, wait a second, no, you you no, you you take it, you you take you uh, you kick it, and uh, somebody on I forget which one of our our, our chats asked uh, how you take penalty kicks, and what Giovanni did it was exactly how I used to take them when I was when I was younger, you know, stare. Frightfully at one corner, and then kick, kick, kick it to the other, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what he did. Until you run up, and then you decide you picked the wrong corner, and then you, you know, and you miss, and then you kick it right down the middle or kick it at the goalie's legs. <laughs> one thing, one thing that they could have thrown a goalie off was, uh, I think he was the only left footer that was taking penalties. Oh, really? So it was all, a bunch of right footer, a bunch of right footers for America, and then all of a sudden a left footer comes up, <clears> and it's like you know it could throw you off a little bit. But that was a good, that was a good. Uh, that was a good take, a good shot. Yeah, yeah, I will say that everyone is like sort of blowing it up a little bit more than they should. But uh, yeah, it was a good, good attempt. You know, I mean, it, it, it does what what it does, uh, Chiquis, is is that it, it it just boosts his confidence. You know, and you know, it's not like he not like he played poorly either. I mean, he, you know, he had a, he had a, he had a, a a play on the first goal, and he had a, he had a, he had a good chance to, to to get a second. So I mean, it wasn't like he was, you know, out there, you know. Tripping on his shoelaces, he 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 did all right. Well, think yeah, about it. He, he um he's coming to America with his tail between his legs. You know, like he got fired from his job at you know Galaxy. He was he was homeless. Well, well you homeless. know, he he had something to say about that, which I found really interesting. About uh, you know, he kind of didn't have the the nicest things to say about Galaxy on, on his way out. Uh, you know, according to him, he had some sort of knock that he wasn't expecting. And uh, it was uh, in his knee, and uh, it, it seemed to me that the what was it that the Galaxy were kind of pressuring him to to play when he wasn't ready, mm-hmm. and then on top of everything else, saying how everything was hunky dory, like they like like they're asking you know make sure that you tell people how great you're being treated here. Wait, well, hey, so man, they're, when they're paying you six million, the last thing they want to see you do is be doing Denny's commercials and. You know, not really trying on the field. <laughs> yeah, but he was trying on the field, and it was it wasn't like he wasn't. I mean, it was. I mean, he never. You know, I mean, for the, for the out of what the 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 first two years he was there, he was terrific. And uh, you know, the last season. So he's got. Well, well, the point is, he has he has a ton to prove, and he and he's in the perfect place to do it. Yeah. No. I'm. You know what? Like, uh, unfortunately, it's America, but I'm actually very happy that Gio is joining Liga MX. Um. You know, get his career back in back in shape, and and not only that, but you know, it's it's just nice to have some some new uh, some new talent in Liga MX that's not being taken up by you know a foreigner. You know, he's a Mexican player, and right. uh, I mean, think about it. Giovanni is thirty years old, right? And this is, is the first time he's ever played in Mexico. I thought he was like twenty nine. Is he thirty? Well, whatever it is, he's in. You know, he's he's around thirty. You know, the point being, he's been a professional for twelve yeah. years. Oh shit, he is thirty. Damn. Yeah. Sorry about that. He's been a professional for twelve years. That's crazy. And he's this is and this he has he, he's he's coming up. He's getting ready to play his his first professional game in Mexico. 
And then um, didn't uh, Monterrey also sign uh, like a really nice striker from Holland? They signed a Dutch striker from Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I forget what the, the design Johnson. Was. Janssen, yeah. Who like three years ago had a, had a, had a good season for AZ Akmar, but just never, never panned out for, uh, for Tottenham. You know, it's funny because, you know, I, I look at, uh, you know, when, when, uh, when Mexican players were, were in England, I would read the English papers more. And the way that they would, in Mexico, this was, hey, Monterrey signed this, you know, you know, fichaje bomba. Hey. This, this, this player from Tottenham, oh my God, you know, on, on, and on. And in England, what they would have said about this was Monterrey sign Tottenham flop. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I was reading a lot of the reactions from, like, the fans. And they're like, you know, oh, like, it's unlucky that it didn't work out here. But, you know, good luck for, you know, good luck. And it seems like all the Dutch fans are, like, you know, excited. Because there's a Dutch-Mexican connection, man. There's just, like, love on both sides. Except for Robin. Fuck that guy. But <laughs> besides that, there's, uh, like, I mean, look at Edson Alvarez. Look at the, the, the like, how they announced his uh, arrival at, at Ajax. He's the first Mexican player, and, you know, they did this, like, cool little promo <clears throat> video. And hey, Jaime, mm. just going off of what you're saying with the promo, I saw on social media there was some salt from other fans because it was like, hey, when they signed this dude from Peru or from wherever else, they didn't, you know, they didn't announce it with bells and whistles. Well, because they know. They know Mexico. They know they just gain like another million followers, you know. Because, I mean, you know how we are, bro. We make a lot of noise. Like, well, look at look at how Real Betis has embraced the Mexicans. That now every time, you know, they announce the lineup, like they put that they same played a preseason friendly and get at that last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I still see Bayer Leverkusen still giving Chicharito like like shout outs and. Oh, remember when he scored this goal for us? He, he should have never left there, honestly. Yeah, he was doing so well there, and 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 it was such a good fit for him. And it's 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 kind of funny because like I don't follow like Bayer Leverkusen anymore because like well I don't really care because there's no Mexicans there anymore. But like in the beginning, it's just like a big deal for these clubs because they know they're not just buying a talented player. They're they're basically putting another country on their back when they do this. And well, it's think- not just that. I mean, he's also. I mean, if he was, you know, Edson Alvarez from you know, Chiapas or Puebla, it wouldn't necessarily be as, you know, he's an America guy. So he's going to already have a ton of fans. But the same thing with Chicharito when he was, you know, he was, he yeah. was Chivas. So it's, it, yeah. it's, it's kind of the same thing. And yes, I do think Edson Alvarez could, could have that kind of career in Europe. If, if I want to make the comparisons to Chicharito. Now the comparisons that cracked me up were the ones where people are trying to compare uh, this uh, Janssen guy to Gignac and please, Let's yeah. uh, let's just end that right there. Gignac, when he came to Mexico, was 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 coming off phenomenal years. Uh, yeah. The one right before and, and, and playing for Olympique, the, you know, just no. I say. Yeah, I mean they are uh, the, the most successful team in Liga, at least until the what happened at PSG. So the, I mean, that, that was a big team, and he and he was. I think he was like the second leading scorer the the, the season before he uh, went to Tigre. So he 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 came at the. Absolute peak of his career and, and and has delivered. You know this this Janssen guy. You know, unfortunately, is uh, is an unknown quantity. Can he play well in Monterrey? Sure. My question is, what on earth do they need a guy like? I mean, they already have Funes Mori, and Funes Mori is terrific. I mean, that, that's a guy we don't even talk about on the show at all because he's obviously just so consistently good. Like we don't ever make we never make jokes about him. Uh, you know, he does does he score like fifteen, sixteen goals? No, but he scores goals. So I'm, I'm not sure what the worser of the two brothers, right? His other brother is more successful than him. Right, his other brother's a national team, but his other brother's a defender. Yeah. And then, what about Salivar, you know? He's, <laughs> so he's got to, exactly. you know, you got that guy. And it's it's going to be a tough lineup to break into. But, you know, obviously, they didn't sign him just for him to be on the bench, so they're going to have to play nicely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they dropped, like, what, uh, you know, at least over $10 million on the guy. So, I mean, he's going he's gonna to have to play. Mm-hmm. I got some legit salt for uh, Joelo, um on this Edson Alvarez going over there. Um, I've seen some talk about uh, state, uh, things stating that, uh, that European teams are going to want more Mexicans 
because of exactly that, that we are going to go buy their jerseys. We're going to follow the Twitter accounts mm-hmm. and, and all this. Um, I don't, I don't see that as being the case. If a, if a Mexican player is really good on the field and it's going to profit them on the, you know, to get help them get wins, then they'll sign him and then just reap the benefits of social media and Jersey sales and the Mexican bandwagon. Um, but they're not going to go and get a, a player just because of that. And so, so it's not, it's not like, Oh, all these Mexicans are going to now go to Europe because all of the fans just, you know, are going to love the team are going to follow the team and the, the team <clears throat> is going to make a, a lot more money. Um, the team I think is more concerned. All these teams are more concerned about getting wins. And if a Mexican's not going to pan out, then they're not going to get them, even, even though they might get a bunch of Mexican fans. And so I don't, I don't see a huge migration. Wait, why, why is that Mex- salt for me? <laughs> no, because you mentioned you mentioned some salt, and then that was sort of like no, it was salt from fans. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, the fans being salty for in a certain aspect. No, no, but from other countries because they were saying they never seen that, like they never seen yeah. Ajax do that type of like announcement mm-hmm. when they signed like other players, yeah, like, exactly. specifically South Americans. So yeah, that's... I'm saying I'm, I'm throwing salt at everyone saying that now Mexicans are going to start going to Europe more because European teams are seeing the influence that Mexican fans bring with well, followers. They, they, with they've been purchasing. saying that since Chicharito, because <clears throat> that's when we first saw the whole, you know, especially with social media, because he went back in, what was it, 2011, 2010? 2010. Yeah, when he went, so... They've been saying that since, since you know, since he went over there. Now I agree with you. I don't think just they're gonna do it just because of that, but I I do think that the, they know that um, the Mexican player, like even if if they look at like a half decent one, and they know that even if he doesn't pan out, you can always sell him back. Yeah, I mean, look at how much money you know they spent for uh, what Salcedo <laughs> and um, all these. Other, uh, you know, Tigres, Tigres Monterrey be playing like Lyon too. You know, no one's gonna pay more than Mexicans. That's crazy. But um, as far as like the the whole floodgates opening for other you know future Mexicans, for me, I'm just happy that we've been consistently like exporting at least one player <laughs> per season. You know, from from the AMX to Europe. I think that in itself is a pretty impressive achievement. I didn't think Lines was gonna be let go so quickly and you know now he's over there so as long as we get at least one or two Mexicans um, from Liga MX to to Europe I'm happy like one one a season or two a season that's I think that's progress but wouldn't it be wouldn't it be better I mean I'm not saying that like what, what you're saying is wrong but wouldn't it, wouldn't it be if it is only one or two that that, that they at least go to a league that's better than Liga MX so you're saying the Dutch league isn't as good Oh, I think that if you're going to go to the Dutch league, you might as well either go to Ajax or PSV. There's, I mean, there's no point in going to any other team. But so, uh, so what players have gone to leagues that are less competitive? Well, I mean, like when when, when players go to go to a like a like a lesser team in Portugal. Oh, okay. So no, yeah. yeah. So I mean, all, all I'm saying is, I'm 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 happy that the, that the players are moving, but but if you're going to move, at least at least move to to, to a spot where you where you where you're going to play more competitive. Yeah. You know, so where you can test yourself better than where the what you can test yourself in the guy makes. Yeah. That's all I'm I, saying. I agree. Well, yeah, Pulido's a good example, going to Olympiacos and then they send him on loan to some second division team. Yeah, or go play in Turkey like, or you know Cyprus. Yeah. You know, Gudinho played Cyprus and you have uh Govea playing in Belgium. So I mean I think Govea if he should go I mean at that point just, just come back. Well, he's never, uh, you know, another one who never, never has played professionally in uh, in in Mexico. I heard uh, Ochoa's beefing with his team. Well, he thought that he was done. He thought that he was, uh, but they're like, no, you still got, you still got a couple years in your contract, buddy. They're, call- <laughs> they're calling him unprofessional, and I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, if you got, if you have a contract, you know, you have a contract. No. You, you know, and despite this Euro talk, the other thing what we're beginning to see is um, MLS players 
And I know a lot of three fans do not like this, but... MLS players? What do you mean? Well, we had... Uh, what's his face? He was the whole Gold Cup. He won the position. Um, God dang. Antuna. Galaxy guy, man. Antuna. Yeah, Tuna guy. Yeah, see? And and now there's talk that Tata's going to cap Efrain Alvarez. He's going to have to do it quick. to the senior team. Well, have, good. He should. I have no... And, uh, He's what seventeens, eighteen. He's really young. Yeah, yeah. And if I and I still think that if Marquito Fabian, he he's he's been scoring uh, some golazos here and there. I think if he regains his form, I, I will see him getting called. And uh, you yeah. know, and and Jonah, I'm pretty sure Jonah's gonna be part of all of Martino's process. Uh, so Did we're gonna be seeing a team heavy of. MLS All Stars. <laughs> There's going to be more MLS players. There's going to be more MLS players than the MX players on the Mexican national. Or, or the Euro player. <laughs> There's also uh, this one kid. He, he's he's pretty good. Um, he's he's uh, part of the MLS All Stars. Uh, he goes by uh, Carlos Candle. I heard he's pretty. Oh, man. <laughs> he's Charles no, that Candle. Guy's done. He's done. No man, come on. If he's done, uh, I think I think you. that's exaggeration, man. I don't see MLS making an impact. I don't see Efrain Alvarez. Uh, it's it's just a fad, man. It's like the flavor of the week. I, there's even a there's just another guy for LAFC, uh, the Galaxy. <clears> uh, Kikis, he, you, played, you, he played last night. Araujo. You don't listen to our podcast, Kikis. I'm, <laughs> I'm insulting. Well, yeah, I'm, I know, and I've been disagreeing with you guys on this certain aspect for a while. Like well, there is there is the hype of Efrain Alvarez. The, the, and, the proof is what happened in the Gold Cup. I think it's circumstantial. The whole uh, yeah, but you got to but you got to you got to take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, things happen, but you have to take advantage of that. You have to yeah. be long, have to, long have term. To, he, yeah, he, exactly. He, I, I agree. The opportunity was there. <clears throat> yeah, sign. I, I agree. <clears throat> cap, cap Efrain Alvarez. Cap these guys, and then you know get them secured, which is sort of but, hosing but them because that, in the that, end, when they don't pan out, part of this. That's the smallest part of this. I would say, look, if like I'd rather see a, a kid like that join and get called up for Partidos Moleros instead of the usual suspects like Elias Hernandez. And I mean, I wasn't even impressed with uh, Piojo Alvarado, man. He, uh, yeah, my, he's, he's not very good. Yeah. So it's like if you're going to give those guys a chance, like, you know, people that always get called up for these Partidos Moleros, why not give the shot to the to the younger kids They that just so happen to be playing in MLS, which is frowned upon. But you know what? But, it should, but that's the whole point. Well, why on earth is it frowned upon? Is it? I, I guarantee I you thought that Martino didn't frown upon it. I mean, look at Salcedo. Yeah. Didn't his career start in, like, you know, Salt Lake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then he grew. He grew into he grew into <clears throat> something else, which is sort isn't of that rare. the whole isn't isn't that the whole point of what you guys want him to do? Yeah, does it, ma- does it matter where it happens? We're, we're we're talking Gold Cup though. We're also but talking that's, Gold okay. Cup. Okay, well that's you know what, Chiquis, that's the only tournament Mexico can play in outside of the World Cup. So. I know. And when we when we get to the to the real deal, when we get to the World Cup, then the these Efrain Alvarez, uh, uh, Antuna, these guys are going to sort of like go to the wayside. A Giovanni, you know, is going to get too old. Uh, and then the, the real players are going to crop up. And this goes to what uh, Andres Guardado was saying just recently, which is sort of against what we've been saying a long time on the podcast, is that he's glad for uh, Alvarez going to Ajax and that the, for, the, for the national team to grow, more, more Mexicans need to go to Europe. So he wants all Mexicans Dude, to Europe. That's, and exactly, that's, that's exactly what we but, 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 but we're not saying one or two. We want, you, know, you, you want guys to go to Europe. You need 10 guys to go to Europe every single so, the thing is, you're not going with good teams. You're not going to have those conversations. You're not going to get scouted if you're playing in M, you know, MLS. So it's like Tata and, and the Mexican national team is doing these kids a favor because boom, once they get put on for the national team, then that's going to, you know, leverage them to get these views and get these scouts out there to actually get them to Europe. So that's why it's like you know, you know, you know what the what the biggest headache is for me with this whole is the Liga Mekis doesn't broadcast their stuff anywhere outside of Mexico or the US. We've had we've had folks on in Europe uh, on the podcast. We ask them how do you have to, how do you watch Liga Mekis games? Is there is is there a way for you to watch Liga Mekis games with you know, without, demand, having to, without having to resort? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think there's a demand. Do you think that there's demand for MLS in Europe? No. Is MLS available in Europe? And MLS is available in Europe. How? With who? Does it matter? 
I don't Sky believe that. Or what I, uh, I need, I need, ver- I need verification. You know what he's watching <laughs> MLS in Europe, man. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not telling you they're watching it. I'm telling you it's available. Oh, I see. What I mean, channel? if someone's, <laughs> you know who, you know who does watch it though, scouts. Yeah. I, I, I think that, um, I mean, there's ways to watch those games, like Liga MX games. Like well, I, well, yeah, I'm, 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 but, but my point is, is that Liga MX does not make their games available to anyone outside of the U.S. <laughs> That is that is the that is a just a terrible terrible error in judgment to do that. I need verification from someone that uh, <laughs> MLS MLS is on uh, is viewable on some channel. What do they have? Canal Plus or whatever in in Spain or something? Yeah, on Eurosport or yeah. I want I want to, I want to, I want verification if uh, anybody's been yeah, to Europe. The time difference they're they're eight hours ahead. Dude, but they're, they're, they're going to be watching these games live. I'm not saying it's that, that they're on live. I'm saying that there, there's there. The MLS is shown in Europe. Yes, there's people can watch MLS games in Europe. I'm not saying that they're live or tape play, whatever it is. They can watch games. I see. Well, now there's going to be uh, more and more. So demand. The, it, it it is available because we because now Johnson is playing in Liga MX. You know, so now I'm sh- I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Dutch. You know, I was thinking about this because we we talked about this way back when uh, when Gignac was uh, was was you know, when he first came to Mexico about would this mean that more European players would 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 come over, and we have seen uh, a few. Not, I mean, not that many, but you know, we've had what four uh, uh, come over. Maybe, maybe we've had a few. Actually, who's that, so, who, who was that other Frenchman that joined Tigres? Uh, Telor or whatever it was. Yeah, he did Telorto. not. Come. And then the guy that, uh, that that America signed, uh, you know, when he played, you know, played decently, but he just he then, kept getting hurt. Poor guy, Jeremy. Yeah. And then the the Atlas guy. He's back though, the, isn't he? Is he back? Did he finally? Do yeah, it? I think he's trying to go really uh, quick goals. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. So 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 he's back. So well, let's see how that pans out. And I mean, but again, for the the three years he's been there, he's played like five games. It just he just hasn't played that much. And uh, Atlas has the uh, the the English guy. Uh, Do they still have him? I don't, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's if, he, if he's there or, or not. So so we get this Janssen guy coming over, and and you know I do think that Liga Mekis, I think you know they they have the pay and they have the, the competitive level. Where yeah, I do think they could bring in some some uh, you know some players in Europe that have a decent name that uh, you know if they fall out of favor or whatever it is, or if they want to go in a different direction, sure, I think it would be, it would be outstanding. You know there has to be a a give and take, and, and I think that that would. Uh, you know, you know that 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 would certainly help the league too, but as far as Mexican players going to Europe, yes, I, I think that that's absolutely has to be the has to be the, they have to have, but it's not just having you know eight to ten guys playing. They need to have, you know, between fifty and seventy five Mexican players playing in Europe in the in the top leagues. Period. I find that very hard to happen. That that's what but, needs to happen. Because that, that's that's why it's a, well just just quick. That's why it's important to have. More players in MLS. Exactly. And so we just went full circle, gentlemen. <laughs> We've been saying this. We have been saying this for how many years, Joel? Why, Joel? Man, since Why we started the podcast, because they could springboard from MLS That's to right. Europe. Why can't they springboard from uh, Mexico to Europe? Because it's because usually it's easier. It's Bro, easier you, from you, MLS. You're going to have to take out the crayons and draw this out for Chiquis, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. The, the, only, the only exports I see from MLS go to, like, second division Belgium teams, and that's been the whole history for the U.S. US so uh, national. We want, we want more Mexicans in Europe, yes? Right? That's That was the premise. Right. So, so, so let me ask you, if it's a numbers game, yeah, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't it be better to have as many Mexicans playing as possible? Yeah, and, and and if there's a league, remember MLS. How many how many teams are they expanding to? They're going to expand to what? They want to be 28 teams. They're at 24, so they four more teams. There are 28 teams. There are 19 teams, maybe 20 teams in Mexico. There's 28 other teams playing, just a little north of where you live. It just it. Uh, I need Ron. We need Ron in here. So basically, you're saying use. The- <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't think you would like what Ron would have to say about that. Ron, Ron would say that. Ron would say this. Ron would say that since the boom happened, or La Volpe, or whatever, and all these Mexicans started going to Europe, the national team hasn't progressed in the World Cup. There hasn't been any difference. 
again, it, it doesn't matter when it's when you have like six guys playing or seven guys. Playing. I mean, what honestly? The the only way look 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 at Belgium. Even look, even look, even the big look at the Belgian national team. Yes, they all play in Europe. Look at their where do their best players play? Where do Belgium's European best team. players play? In a single huh? a single league, probably in the in a majority league or maybe even a majority team. Honestly, the problem is this. Are, right? are, you, guys, are, you, are you guys serious? The, this is we, the we talked about this with Germany when Germany who, won the World Cup. Okay, most, okay, of their, is, most of their right. players played in the in Bundesliga or even okay. like in, in in one of their teams, and so they had a more cohesive. That you know they knew each other better instead of being scattered all over the place. I think Ron made the comment where the Brazils and Argentinas have, have players all over the place, even in some in Argentina, some in Europe and in different places in Europe. And then they come together and they're like, who are you? And they don't know each other very well. Whereas like these other European teams have all their players close by, or maybe a majority in a single league or in a single team, they're able to, to gel together a lot easier. Yeah. But the, the problem is like <clears throat> our, our region isn't as competitive. And even if you make Liga MX, like you know, a superpower or whatever, a super league. It's already a top ten league in the world. I mean, look at what happens like with with the Concacaf Champions, you know, thing. Like we beat these MLS teams too easily. It's like even if you make our league super competitive, and you keep everyone in the same country that end up playing for the national team, we're not going to progress. Um, it's just that's where I think. Yeah, that's where I think Libertadores needs to come in because they need to be pushed harder in at club agree. level. I think Libertadores would, would. Yeah, but you guys are not. You guys are not understanding. That's not going to happen. I mean, with enough money, it will. Okay, okay. yeah. So that that wouldn't happen. Another thing I would say, you know, that wouldn't happen is uh, Mexico needs to go to Conmebol, and yeah. maybe like like Quentin was saying, we don't qualify every now and then, but they need to go and push themselves. And that's that's not going to happen 48, either. 48, 48, that's not going to happen. You know what? You know what else is going to happen? What's with the hypotheticals? Hey, but you guys are talking it also like the hypothetical you guys are saying are, is that we need or Mexico needs fifty players in Europe, which I, I mean, think Jaime said that's probably not going to happen either. It's it's not going to happen, and I don't think that's like the right solution either. I think it's like you you make your league competitive, you ex- yes. you export the players right clearly, clearly like they they need to be challenged more, and 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 they go to t- clubs where they're actually going to be like playing week in and week out you know and right now so, it's been so you'd rather have a guy go to go play at, at, at strumpf in the in the belgium league no hell no and just so so what we we take like i mean what we're doing right now is fine right <gasps> we're, we're exporting like etzen alvarez you know he's clearly like needs a, a challenge and he's going to a club that you can tell has the right intentions I thought it was going to be the same thing with Lainez, but he chose Betis over Ajax. I think he would have had a better career if he would have went to Ajax. But we just need to like work with clubs that obviously want to invest in and and have a, a well thought out plan, uh, you know, with our players. Not like what happened with Chelsea and Davila. You know, that was just like the worst. Now he's well, in. I mean, the same thing happened to Antuna. I mean, Antuna belongs to Manchester City. Where but, was he before? But 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 all but you know they you know they they bought him with the with the intention of never, you know the, the, he, that's what some of these clubs do they just, you know, buy guys with the intention of you know that they're just never gonna and that's kind of what what happened to, uh, Ulysses with with the whole Chelsea thing Chelsea was never gonna. So he was from the Santos Academy, and then, Man City bought him. Okay. Yeah, and they've loaned him out to Grunigan and now to Galaxy. Okay, okay. So, right. yeah, it's I don't know, it's tough, man. And the biggest problem is like you know, the our national team is a business. It's no longer about the sport; it's a business. So, once you factor in like corruption and and all this, it's just it's a it's a hot mess. Okay, so <laughs> how many uh, outside of Chivas? They have what the nine nine rule, whatever it is. So how many for like in a, in a typical team? There's a they have the nine nine rule. So so they have they have nine foreigners suited out. Out of those nine guys, how many of those guys start? Out of those nine foreigners, I mean, didn't Cholos just play with like two Mexicans the other day? 
<laughs> okay, so let's say on the average there's like maybe what we say about four Mexicans. So there's four times eighteen is seventy-two, right? And then Chivas, you add there, they're eleven. So in Liga MX, there's only ninety Mexicans playing on a week on a weekend in their own league. I'm just doing math. You know, that would be an interesting comparison to see what, what the percentages of nationals that play in each league. Well, you know, the Premier League is a shit show. Uh, they, they have some that, you know, are in other leagues, though. Because I feel like Premier League and probably La Liga are probably the ones that are most diverse. As far as who's like playing on the pitch, uh, I don't think so. La, Liga, La Liga's got a lot of Spanish. Yeah, because they outside do? of the top two teams, it's oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I mean they they have their yeah, that's you know, that's, that's why that's why they're world that's why their world champions in England is uh, mediocre. Well, no, Spain's <laughs> world champions because they had two once in a millennia midfielders that have to come up fucking grew up playing together. But their whole team—how amazing is that? Yeah, you know, that still blows me away. That those two guys came together the way they didn't play for as long as they did with each other, you know, both at, at both places for what, however long, and we're just, I mean, they're just out, out, outstanding players. That would be a good. Uh, That'd be a good movie. Yeah. No, like you said, that would be a good trademark. Good Try, sorry, Chiki's not the trademark verse. It's mine. Sorry, Chiki's. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, Chickies. <laughs> no, I was saying that the stats, like the, the stats of uh, foreigners are, uh, uh, what do you call them? Wait, so right now there's no, there's no rule in Mexico? You can, you can play with foreigners, like as many as you want? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, 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 you, you, uh, on an 18-man roster, nine can be foreigners. They don't oh. tell you. They, they don't tell you that. They don't tell you who can. I mean, it used to be five, right? Uh, there was a five-four limit. Yeah, but but you have naturalizados. Uh huh. So that you could have nine foreigners, and then the rest natural. Do do those count as foreigners? They count as Mexicans if they're Mexican, even if they're you know. I'm not sure. But I think that they can. Yeah, honestly, I think they can count them either way. Not the Rizals, they're Mexican. Man. You know. No, well, they had this thing because I don't know if you guys remember uh, where they were saying that Giovanni was registered as a Mexican player, and they say that if you don't play football like before eight, I think uh, eighteen years old or something, that you, it won't count. But he had played like. He, Youth soccer or like a couple cascaritas in Monterrey. So they said that that was enough. That that was that's good enough. Yeah, we need, whatever. We though, need man. Michel Richot to uh, clear that up. <laughs> no, but it would be good to get stats on. I mean, those Mexicans don't count. I mean, if you can't play for the national <laughs> team, then who? If you can't play for the national team, then who cares? So any any person who is eligible to play for the Mexican national team. The amount of those players <laughs> that start each weekend would be interesting to know, for like very for all countries. Be, well, yeah, all same. I, I would love to see the the the, the breakout on a like a, Ooh, a, a good, top ten leagues good. in the in the I world. I think no matter how you slice it or dice it, we are consistently a round of sixteen team, and you know what? We should be happy with that. That's not very easy well, to do. Yeah, you're right, and. Uh, you know, I, 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 I would put it as a, as a team that, that that can make the knockouts, and if you know, given a certain draw, could make a semifinal. Like not even Germany would say you would do that. You know, they didn't even get out of the group stage. So yeah, well, you know, beating Germany, I think, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, it just in, in that World Cup, it, it, it only meant three points. But I think that ultimately, that's going to help Mexico in the long run. Where, you know, if they are playing a knockout game against, say, Italy. And they go, hey, you know, we've we've proven we can be we can beat a team like this, and then I think that that gives them a lot more confidence than they had previous to that when they were when they're up in that situation. So it's just yeah. tough, man, because like ever since they did that whole League of Nations, we can't even schedule friendlies against you know 
European teams. Well, I, I think it was going to be hard because they were just because well, the they were playing teams, their own. Yeah, exactly. They have their own League of Nations and yeah, they, okay. they have their qualifying coming up, so they weren't going to be available either. It's just it's, it's such a shame, you know, because we only play against these teams like once in a blue moon. Basically. Now, what Mexico should do uh, is uh, at the end of this season is to go to Europe and play end of season uh, Euro tune-ups for those and play like three or four. Yeah. Because uh, you're not going to get that opportunity again. But USA pays Mexico way too much for Partidos Moleros. Unfortunately. Well, I mean, they can still do those, but... Uh, Isn't you know, it there's, great? There's not, I mean, what I'm saying is that, 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 that you're not going to get a team to come to the States. You're going to have to go where the teams are, and the teams are going to be in Europe. Yeah, but those games don't pay. And that's all they care well, about. I'm, well, I, I agree with you. and But, you know, I think that uh, if, 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 if they want Tata to succeed, they got to do what Tata wants to do. And that's and I guarantee you that's what Tata wants to do. Well, they they got in them good games so far. Um, Argentina. You know? We got Argentina in September. Right in San Antonio. Ooh, that's going to be a it's going to be a rough field. We've we've brought the Copa America. We've we've brought like a Copa America to the U.S. <laughs> pretty much, he's played all South American teams. Yeah, and then he plays the U.S. after that, or a rematch. Which, frankly. Why? Well, I think it's, it's, <laughs> they want it. Let's get a spina. But I think it's good. Like if you you take like I would take youth, a bunch of younger guys, to that game. I take the under twenty three. Mm, you know that's not gonna happen. That's a it's a FIFA it's like friendly, right? It's like a. Oh, if it's a FIFA date, then yeah, they're gonna. No. Bring the, the the full squad is coming back now. Because, oh, you know that's uh, gonna happen because it'll, Ch- it'll be Chicharito and and Herrera. Yeah, FMF supposedly already fixed. Uh, and hopefully Charlie Candle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, didn't didn't uh, Tata say that he's uh, uh, that oh, was like he did. He said he said something like not, I don't know I don't know if he was like totally dis- discarded. I know he like people was. No, I know uh, it was recently after the after the discussions that because he went to talk to Vela at Starbucks. Yeah, that's right. And then after that, he was like, "Okay, he's." I don't know if he 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 said he was done just for Gold Cup or he's done like forever. No, I think he said that he's retired from the team. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like yeah, he's like so everyone's that's... available to me except this guy. Yep. Man, what did until, he tell him? until he's? Uh... What did he tell him, man? Bella, man, what did you? What happened, man? Oh, well, well, it came out. Bella did even say he said it's time for the younger players to get a chance. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't. I think Bella said I don't want to play a World Cup at thirty-four. Oh, because because he, he said if, if you know if that means that he's like that means that you know I think as Chiki said, essentially his, his point was if I'm if I'm playing at thirty-four, then Mexico's got problems. Is oh, was man. I think was was the gist of what he was saying. You know, because he's like, oh, there's like plenty of talent out there. There's like a thousand kids out there. Like, no, dude, not everyone's as gifted as you are, man. Like, you don't understand like how hard it is to find someone that naturally talented at the game just to throw it all away, man. Just to walk away from it. I just infuriates me. He's playing every Saturday night. And then you got you got a player like Chicharro that has the touch of a rapist, but the mentality (laughs) of of like a fucking you know heavyweight champion. He's just—it's like you got the you got the ones that don't want to work hard but have all the talent, and you got the ones that don't have any talent but want to work hard, you know. And it's just—I wish Vela and Chicharro could have a baby, and then that <laughs> played for the national team because we'd have like another Hugo Sanchez, you know. I do think uh, Chicharro has talent. It's just not with the touch. His his is more his off the ball movement. Now his talents are. Uh, Vlogging on YouTube. <laughs> I, wouldn't say talent. I wouldn't say talent, though, man. I, I, I think I think I don't think it's hitting it. I don't think it's it's uh, making moves that that vlog of his. He's having a. I think it's flopping. So so when Chicharro retires, where will his first TV gig be? Be in Mexico or in the U.S.? TV? I don't think he's gonna have to be on TV. Oh, are you kidding me? I could see him. 
I don't know. He's probably going to like go to LA or something. So the US. I know I know his girlfriend, her wife or whatever, I'm sure she's like going to tell him to take an offer in the MLS so they can retire, make a lot of money and be in Los Angeles or something like that, Miami or some, you know, one of those like cities. She's a model, you know, so I'm sure she's going to want to I thought she was a like a entertainment reporter. No, that was the old one. That was a Spaniard one, right? Lucia. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shows you how much I care about their Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You should, because it has a huge influence on these these dudes' careers, man. They shouldn't, though. They Unfortunately, they do. Look at Bella. Yeah. Look at Bella. His girlfriend is loving it in L.A., man. Yeah, what a what a what a. That's what. And, yeah. and we're, we're we're supposed to be mad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah get on him. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I'm mad." You know why? <laughs> you don't hang out with us anymore. He's selfish. <laughs> He's selfish. No. I want him for myself on the national team. I'm I'm mad because when you had Griezmann and Vela at Real Sociedad, Vela was a better player. And look at the careers that they've had. Look at Griezmann. He went. He, now he's playing for Barcelona, World Cup winner. And you're telling me Vela couldn't do something similar to that? Maybe not win a World Cup, but I'm just saying he could have gone to like a bigger club than Sociedad. He he didn't want it though. He, you know, he didn't care. Like he liked. Dude, have you ever been to San Sebastián? I mean, it's like one of the it's like one of the coolest places on the planet. Yeah, beachfront property, man. If if you made a living there, have a hard time leaving too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Barcelona's not that far. No, you, yeah, but that's that's part of it. Where where um, and I and I we had this discussion, me and Jaime a few weeks back, and I linked him to a, it was an article from Batistuta, and he was at Fiorentina, and he had offers to go to bigger teams like Real Madrid and whatnot, and he never cared for it because he said he just didn't want. Any of that attention, he was happy just doing his thing and living in Fiorentina. Man, was, he, was there more of a clutch guy than, than Batistuta? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. He was a little <clears throat> my time, but I do remember. Man, he scored so many just huge goals. That's back when Calcio was yeah. top of the but, world. But not just for them, but I mean, for, for Argentina too. He was... He got the the game winner against Mexico and Ecuador. That one yeah. was that one was a he, tough one. Too soon, ran, bro. He ran over uh, He ran over um, Ramon Ramirez. Yeah, he did. Was that with the quick throwing where Cholo just puts yes. it in? Yep. And then he it's like a runaway truck, and then Ramirez gets up asking for the plates. Man, <laughs> oh man, they they got us there. That's a bit innocent of the of the Mex team, you know. Yep. Falto Colmillo, but a great game. But but it was kind of similar, and you'll have players like that where they just don't care, man. They they're talented and they play football, and but they, that's just a means to them. Yeah, that's crazy. That provides, and then but they don't they could care less, man. <laughs> they could care less if they're in. that's just not their passion. <clears throat> well, then he should have fucking stuck to basketball and. <laughs> Not he's not us this, <laughs> instead of, yeah, not, instead of giving us this illusion that he was going to be the chosen one and just to shit all over our dreams, man. Man, I wish I had the the lighten up Francis bit because that would be perfect right now. Jeez, let's uh let's uh, let's pump the brakes on the hate there. Good lord, I'm gonna light a candle. How about that? <laughs> it takes more than one though. I mean, I'm not too. I'm not too bummed when I when I saw that interview or the news come out when Tata met with Bella. I was like, okay, Bella's done. I just need to get that in my head. He's done with the national team forever. And it's no big deal. I mean, one player, even if he's the greatest in a Mexican team, it's not going to make a huge a huge difference. You need more than one. Like uh, Griezmann had more. I mean, he was great. He's got his own Netflix documentary. He does? Bella doesn't. Yeah, you should see it. It's pretty good. Um, but he had more than just himself on that team. That team was uh, stacked. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they're pretty good, yeah. And Atletico's pretty good, too. <clears throat> Talk about Atleti and 
the f- amount of strikers that they've gone through. Amazing. Like they've had so many world class strikers, Falcao and Nino Torres, Leo Costa, Grazman. It's like damn, they just keep replacing these guys. I don't know how. <laughs> Hugo Sanchez. That's right. Hugo played for them. That bastard. That was an interesting uh, fact that Joel brought about Hugo. I didn't know. I didn't realize. He played what? in he played in he played in Europe after his national team. He coached uh, in Europe. Yeah, he he, or he, he coached. Sorry, he, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I forgot all about that. I was like, yeah, that is. Oh, true, then he after, went. Yeah, after his national team disaster, I mean, he actually went to Europe. It wasn't a disaster. His his national team was pretty good. Best best uh, <laughs> the Copa America where Max has scored the most goals. It was under Hugo, and they finished what was it third place. Right. Yeah, that, yep. that yeah, they beat, uh, they, they beat Tata Martino's uh, Paraguay 6-0. And, but did they finish third? Yeah, they beat Uruguay. They, they played against Uruguay, and that's with yeah. like three key players leaving for the Pavel Pardo's wedding. Uh, well, that, that game also, there was, I think there was a red card that was sort of iffy. The, the refs definitely went in favor of Mexico. Dude, it wasn't oh. Effie, it was it was an ultimo hombre on on on, on a goal play. It was a, by by okay, rule he had to give him a red card. Because the refs favoring Mexico and South America, I don't know what. Yes, let's what see universe let, you're let, living let, in. Let, let's discredit. Let's discredit. Let me, let, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. World. Things went their way. Things went their way, ref wise and the game wise. You know, like you could say like uh, it's circumstantial, like Thomas Boy would say, but it, it you know. Well, well, well that, that they, they, they gave Ugo, they did Ugo a huge solid because because uh, the goalie got red carded, so he's going to sit somebody out. You know, got to replace the goalie and then take somebody else out. And for some reason, he took out his uh, his defensive midfield. So so they they just had, you know, Mexico could just waltz right in, and uh, you know, it was one of the few games where they actually where they actually you know took shots and actually made them. So I, so I guess that was circumstantial because that that's not normal for Mexico. Let's be honest. They had the King Neri also. So. King Neri scored two goals in that game. Omar, 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 Omar Bravo scored two goals in that game. That 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 that, that needs to all you need to know about that game was that Omar Bravo scored twice. <coughs> so they also had uh, Cuauhtémoc Blanco on the bench, <laughs> guiding and or I think he was on the bench. Yeah, he and then he came, and in, he came in and scored too. Yeah, so he was the leader. He did the the, 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 the the thriller dance with Nettie on the on the sideline. Yep. He and Nettie were best buds. Oh, you, guys, yeah, man. You, guys, you guys did bring up an interesting point, though. Um, I mean, we always bring interesting points. Well, here's yeah, the see thing. See what you miss every time you're not here? <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever won the World Cup with a foreign coach. So. Oh, yeah. No. So we also have a huge problem with – like having good coaches, like Aguirre is the only one that's like coached in Europe and Hugo Sanchez and stuff. But poor Obasco got fired within like not even twelve hours of his of his uh, humiliating round of sixteen exit at the at the Cup of Nations. Well, Japan, Egypt, or, Egypt is like is like the Mexico of of, of the Gold Cup, and, and they won it like eight times. It was in Egypt. And they lost, and he was coaching, and they lost in the round of sixteen. Ouch! With 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 homeboy as the, you know, as as the star player for the whole tournament. In uh, Mo Salah, and they lose. Wow! He had to go. How does he keep getting these gigs? He's good. Yeah. He's a good coach. He's a proven coach. What he did at Osasuna, man. I mean, he's good at. He had them on the right? map. <laughs> he he brought. You know what? They played. Cha- they played of, to the Champions League. He was part of the revival of Atlético de Madrid too. Yep. When he when he took him to the Champions, uh, they hadn't been there in like what ten years or something like that. And uh, and they what is just was him, and then it was just been Cholo since, huh? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but he's he's. He's what he did with Osasuna is pretty huge. 
As he Juan, make them? As Juan would say, he's got he's got verbo, man. He can speak. <laughs> and Juan always posts that uh that that uh, banner that they have of him with his phrase that he says. Buen trabajo. <laughs> he's, he's he can speak, man. He can he can motivate. I think so. Uh, a lot of people like that. It's a shame that he uh I don't know, man. Shat the bed in 2002. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. And in 2010. Well, 2010, I really can't blame him for He just had a temporary love affair with Uh, Bofo and Conejo Perez. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm one that just never, you know, Conejo did, I mean, none of those games were lost because of of an egregious Conejo error. I think I think Ochoa could have saved that goal against South Africa. Oh come on, man! That thing was a was a blast, and the one was yeah. But he's got longer arms, bro. He could have gone there. Okay. Well, you know who used a coach like Aguirre? Hmm. You know who could use a (laughs) yeah? Yeah, man. He would be doesn't doesn't he have beef with Chivas? No, I don't. Not that I know. Of. No, not as long as the check's clear. I'm surprised that he that we haven't made an, an attempt. I'm surprised Chivas haven't tried well, to I, get. I don't think he wants to. Sodio, honestly, I think that he. Sodio. Uh, yeah. Sodio just just might get suspended for what? what did he hit someone? He he he, he grabbed he <laughs> grabbed he grabbed the referee. On Carlos he referee, Yeah. He slapped the referee's hand away from him. He's, you know what he's you know what he's doing is he's trying to get fired on purpose so he can come and save Chivas because he well well gentlemen but you know what Pasco played he retired at Chivas didn't he play for America too though he's, that's where he started yeah. yeah he played for America he played for the Los Angeles Aztecs he played at Atlante and he played at Osasuna where he returned as coach. Now we have uh, Peralta kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> Play for America, now Chivas.